This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, Mary. Hi, Michael. We're together. (laughs) There we go. They're all here, and that means it's time for another show. 22 degrees. Mary screaming from under the desk. 22 degrees. Feels like 26. Partly sunny. And that's the way it'll be for the rest of the day and tomorrow and Friday, not Saturday. More like yesterday, Saturday, with the risk of thunderstorms then. Hope this midweek Wednesday finds you well. We have lined up a good show for today and hope you'll stick around. I am Peter Sherman in for Oakley, as I have been for a week and a half, as I will be for two more days. He returns on Monday. Well, doubting Thomas, are you ready to admit that climate change and global warming are facts of life yet? No? Then you're a fool. What caused them? We'll talk about that in a moment. Last evening, I spoke with my sister out in Soup, British Columbia, and my son, who lives just north of Vancouver, both mentioned the forest fires out in BC. My son, near Vancouver, said he was waking up with a scratchy throat and he found his eyes tearing fairly frequently. My sister over on the island told me that she was living in a a kind of an eerie world, not reminiscent of either day or night. She passes the harbor and she sees the outlines of boats, but no boats and no water. Or she wakes in the morning and looks out her living room window that faces Souk Bay. I've been there several several times. It's beautiful and as clear as Lake Ontario is from the top of the CN Tower. But she can't see the water now. Instead, she fixates on a sun that looks like what we view when a gray veil of cloud overtakes the sky on a spring morning and the sun is visible, but it's just a glowing ball behind those clouds. That's smoke, my friends. It's smoke from all the forest fires in B.C. Being fought right now by brave people on the ground and in the air. Rainy B.C., we used to call it. But there's been no rain in ages, and none is on the horizon. Where do these fires come from? Lightning generated by static discharge through the air. It hits a tree, and bam, another fire starts. California deals with the same thing. Only there it's brush fires that consume homes. You see that on television all the time. We've had some of that in northern Ontario, some as near as Perry Sound, where many Torontonians and GTA residents have cottages. If you're listening to me up there, and I know you can hear me, um, you smell it now. So you already know. Let's shift gears uh, and look here in the southernmost part of Ontario. We've had almost no rain whatsoever in the July that consisted mostly of 35-degree days. When rain did come, like last evening, the storms were brief and fierce. The downpours resembled what you'd see if you experienced an afternoon shower in Jamaica or in Barbados or even in southern Florida. It's too heavy to even keep driving. It seems to come in sideways. There's so much water in so short a time that it overwhelms the storm sewers. And here in front of the radio station... We've twice watched an iron manhole cover jump out of its recessed space and rise a foot into the air, forced up by the huge volume and the pressure of the rushing water below. Those things take two grown men with monster tools to move ordinarily. It is otherworldly to see it lifted by the water. So you ask yourself, why is this happening? And why are hurricanes more prevalent? And why do we get tornado alerts? When these infrequent rainstorms are predicted, the answer is that the climate has changed. 
and continues to change. A lot of people stick their tongues in their cheeks and they say, God bless global warming as they head for the pool for an extended dip in my own backyard where we have two mature maple trees. I clean the keys up constantly. They usually drop in the fall, but they're like a constant shower now. And they have been just that way since early July. We celebrate the Niagara peaches and the early sweet corn, but it too is not what we consider normal. This, my friends, is climate change. Before you say, wow, Sherman the conservative has become one of them, stop. I'm the same guy, but I have eyes and I have ears and I have a fairly well-oiled brain and the change is so obvious and the temperatures are unbelievable. Some are saying best summer in years. I say, sure, I enjoyed it, but I don't care to bet much on this being the new normal. Uh, It's just in Canada, you think? No. Friends booked a cruise on the Danube River and had the cruise line curtail it because the Danube is so shallow right now, the riverboats used for cruising can't keep going because they scrape the bottom and they, they ground. Other friends traveled to France and endured daily highs in the 40-degree range or more. So the question is, did we do this? And I say, no, we did not. Did we contribute? Well, everything contributes, but we humans are an arrogant lot, and we'd love to believe that the very rotation of the planet is in our control. Not much of that kind of thing is or ever has been. And science has advanced to unbelievable places, but control of weather and the Earth's relationship to the solar system and to the sun, well, that's not something we have in hand yet. So, back to speaking with my sister. Um, She and I were discussing this question. The charts say the mean temperature of the Earth has risen since the 70s, about 0.8 of a degree Celsius. She says... She doesn't know if that's enough to create such a difference, that all of these things would happen as a result. I say that climate change is a naturally occurring phenomenon and that none of us were around to see all of the prior climate changes, and many there were. So this morning, I got onto trusty Google and I started looking at backward projections of mean Earth temperatures created by taking polar ice cores. We've been pretty warm several times before, and we've been deathly cold several times before too. Why? Maybe it's just cyclical, though the charts do not suggest any absolute pattern. Maybe it's just that climate change is a reflection of what climate does. It changes by nature, and it will change again. I have a chart I found that shows estimated deviation in temperature for 2,000 years, roughly since Christ's time. It was about 0.2 degrees colder then. In 1000 AD, so halfway between then and now, it was about 0.6 degrees warmer In 2000, 18 years ago, it was undeviated, right on the zero line, same temperature it was 2,000 years ago. It just sat at a zero-degree deviation on that average line for 2,000 years, with the peaks and valleys in between. Bottom line is we have to live in a world that doesn't quite on any level look or feel much like what we remember from our childhood if we're over 50, and humans are indeed built to adapt, and maybe that's what we have to consider as the overarching reflection of the grand design, regardless of what you think its origins are. The climate changes. We adapt. I'm going to keep that in mind the next time the manhole cover jumps out of the, out of the ground and into the air when the rain comes down sideways here. And I can't see the Gardner Expressway from where I'm sitting. I'm interested in your take. Are you a believer in all of this stuff? We'll just call it stuff being the result of uh, all of our industrial activity or the number of food animals in the world passing gas? Or do you believe that if the world were devoid of humans, 
things would still ebb and flow in the same way. Call me, 416-870-6400-STAR-640. I want to hear what you think. And by the way, there are no right or wrong answers. I'm Peter Sherman. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.